The American Constitution was written to create a government. It clearly defined what the role of government was supposed to be and placed strict limits on the power that government was supposed to have. The Founding Fathers meant for government to be small and not to meddle in our lives. But they knew that there was a problem because government represents force and power. People who want power are naturally drawn to government. Government gives these people a way to force their ideas on their neighbors, and it gives them a way to punish their neighbors if they don't obey. The Founding Fathers knew that other governments throughout history had always grown larger and more powerful and more meddlesome in the citizens' lives. They tried to create a system where that couldn't happen in America. That system is called checks and balances. The Constitution created three branches of government in America. Each branch was meant to be able to limit the power of the other two branches. Each branch is supposed to be able to check the power of the other branches to be sure the power remains balanced between them. The three branches of the government are this. The legislative branch is made up of the House of Representatives and the Senate. It is responsible for making laws. The executive branch is the president. It is responsible for running the daily duties of the country and enforcing the laws that the legislative branch creates. The judicial branch is made up of judges. It is responsible for interpreting the law and applying it on a case-by-case -case basis. The legislative branch can only make laws that the Constitution authorizes it to make. Once they pass a bill, the president can either sign the bill or he can veto it. He is supposed to carefully compare each bill to the requirements in the Constitution. If he feels the bill is not supported by the Constitution, he can veto it or forbid the bill from becoming a law. Once the bill becomes a law, if the citizens feel like the law does not meet the requirements of the Constitution, they can ask judges to examine the law. The judges then have the power to decide whether or not the law is unconstitutional. For example, the Constitution says that Congress can't make any laws that take away a person's right to speak out freely against the government. If Congress passed a bill that made it illegal to say that President Obama smells like a fish, then the president would have to veto that bill. But he could decide that he doesn't want to be insulted like that and sign the bill and make it into a law. If he started arresting people who said that he was smelly, then the people could ask the judges to declare that the law is unconstitutional because it denies their right to free speech. We are supposed to hope that somewhere along the way that either the Congress, the President, or the judges will declare that this law violates the rights of the people named in the Constitution and that the law is therefore not to be enforced. But what happens if everyone is on the president's side? President Obama is a Democrat. What if Congress is mostly Democrats, and the judges who review the law are also Democrats? What if, even though they know that the law is unconstitutional, they all agree to let the law stand? You see, any time we allow the government to check and balance itself, the system will fail. When you play softball, who umpires the game? A couple of kids from the teams? Or the coaches? That wouldn't be fair and wouldn't work because each kid or each coach would tend to favor his own team. That is why you have an outside person come in and umpire the game to make it more fair. Depending on the government to check itself against the Constitution works the same.
Each branch of the government is going to tend to favor the other branches, not the people. Ultimately, the only check on the government's power and authority is we the people. Most Americans think their power to check the government's abusive claim to power is by voting. But voting never changes anything. Every couple of years, millions of Americans go to vote. And the only thing that changes is that the government continues to get larger, more powerful, and more meddlesome in our lives. There are several actions we can take to limit the power of government that actually do work. And I want to share just two of them with you. The first is called jury nullification. Let's take the example from earlier about the government outlawing anyone saying the president smells like a fish. Congress passes the bill, and the president signs it and makes it to a law, and the judges say they feel that it is constitutional. The system of checks and balances has failed, but you still have an ability to make the law powerless. If someone is arrested for saying the president smells like tuna, he has the right to be tried by a jury of his peers. If you are lucky enough to be a juror on this trial, then you have the power to nullify or take away the effectiveness of the law. The facts in the case may all show that the man did in fact break the law, but you as a juror have the right to be the final check on the government's abuse of its power. You can say that even though it is clear the man broke the law, you as a juror are voting not guilty. You can vote not guilty because you don't agree with the law. In this way, you have made the law powerless. Another way you can limit the government's power is to disobey unjust or immoral and unfair laws. Government cannot enact laws that interfere with our freedoms, no matter how popular those laws are. We don't have any obligation to obey unjust, unconstitutional, immoral, and unfair laws because they are not within the power of government to enact. If enough people disobey a law all at once, then the government will not be able to punish us all and will have to just give up trying to enforce the law. Rosa Parks gave us a great example of disobeying an unjust law. She refused to give up her bus seat to a white person because the law was unjust. But beware, you very well may face consequences, just as Rosa Parks did, when you disobey laws, even unjust ones. The government is very aggressive at enforcing its laws, even the unconstitutional ones. Know what the consequences are and decide if you are willing to accept them before disobeying any laws. You may be fined, arrested, jailed, or have property stolen from you. In the end, we can never expect the government to limit its own powers. We've been trying that for 200 years, and all that has happened is that government has gotten bigger, more expensive, more violent, and denied us more of our rights. We must live free if we ever expect to be free.